Yeah, we good. I can't believe this nigga really think he's so much Hey, Lisa Vandross and Brian McKnight. Put together. Put together. He on some quiet storm shit. Son. Back at one. <laughs> Episode 45. No, nah, 46. 46. Yo, Part of my bullshit podcast. Second time you fucked that shit up. I know, man. I, I, this was my second take and I still messed it's it up. It's all good, but man. It's all good, man. We here. Uh, 2019, first episode of the year. Feeling good, feeling great. You know Absolutely. What I, mean? I got across from me, I got my man, Dat Truth. Yeah, you know I mean. To my left, I got Brio. I'm eating gummy bears and they're so good. <laughs> Tell them what you said earlier. You asked me about if, if my headphones was good, and I said, yeah, but these gummy bears is gooder. Gooder. <laughs> gooder. We, we running with we that one this year. New year, new me, man. I feel you. The truth back in the building. I'm motivated, bro. I came into this joint today. You know, I seen Geechee down here in the cut. He got his little blanket and shit on. Nice. You, you real cozy, huh? Nice and cozy, man. I've been up all morning. You know okay. I mean? how, how was y'all New Year's? What y'all do, man? First of all, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all that shit, you know. Well, we did see each other. Oh, did we see each other since Christmas? Uh, I don't know. No. I was in the house, no, bro. Mm-hmm. I was in the house. Happy New Year to y'all. Because I haven't seen y'all since I was um, went to Puerto Rico. Ah, that's oh, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I was all on your IG. You was in Puerto Rico living it up, man. How yeah. did that go? That was everything. I had so much fun. And everybody was like, are you really there by yourself? I'm like, yes. Like, oh, they thought you was hiding the reveal? Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm here by myself. That shit was amazing. You know, uh, Christmas time, New Year's, that's definitely reveal season. I've seen multiple reveals over there. On, on New Year's, man? Dog, I've seen about three. And yo, you know what? I ain't going to hold you. You're right. Because like, I, I got about two or three friends that got engaged over that break. But did you know they were dating somebody? I knew they were dating. Mm-hmm. Well, one person I didn't know anything about it. They just showed up on IG like, hey, I'm engaged. But the other two, I knew they were dating. And then they ran. Like, hey. So the first one is a reveal. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, yeah. I, it's The two that I can think of, one, one for sure, dog. She was on my man's at homecoming. And she popped up out of nowhere with like multiple pictures. You know, they put like the four, five pictures of the this nigga. This nigga like, it's been- <laughs> <laughs> She was on my man's oh, at uh, Absolute fact. You know what I'm saying? Absolute fact. Then she popped up with like the four or five picture rolls of the nigga. Like, I was like, oh, that's cute. I double tapped. And then this other girl, she did like the, she did like a hype beast like reveal. Like she put like her nigga like supreme slipper on the sand and put her like, it was like a oh red bottom or God. something. Yeah, dog. That shit was crazy. I looked at that John. I was like, man, this is corny. One this of, is corny. Just think about it though. One of those relationships is going to end in the next six months. The sand, the sand joint is definitely going to end. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit was corny. But anyway, man, how was uh, how was Puerto Rico? You feeling refreshed? You feeling rejuvenated? Yeah, it was everything that I needed and more. Word. I like the only time I was disappointed was when I took myself to Christmas dinner and I ordered like this risotto. And I, to be honest, that was my fault for trying to be cute because I love risotto. But that's it was the soupy like, rice, right? Yeah. yeah, the soupy rice. I that's love that's risotto, exactly how. You- <laughs> but um, it was like truffle and clico, right? So it was like a champagne, oh, yeah. champagne oh, and chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, this is fancy. Mm. You know, let me treat myself on um Christmas. That shit was so salty. Uh, and you know it take mad long to make risotto. Right, right, right. So that was the only di- literally the only disappointment of my entire trip. Word. Yeah. That's why I was trying to get Italian food in Puerto Rico. You nah, know they, what I'm they, no, well, yeah, because then the last day, um, the last day I had um like I guess the name of the cafe was like Umpanada Factory. Mm. And I love Umpanadas. Yeah. And so I, when I went in there, I was like, I was hyped because I was like, she going to have more than like two options, right? Yeah. She had like 17 options. Damn. It was like, ma- and then she made it and she made it from scratch. Mm-hmm. And I was about to go to the airport. I ordered two. And I sat down and ate them. And I was like, 
Can I get two more? <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what'd you get? What kind? One of them was um was chicken and cheese, mm-hmm. and then the other one was like spinach, mozzarella, garlic, and mushrooms. She's fucking up. That shit was so good. Yeah. yeah. So I had I had a great time. That's what's a great time. Them niggas made your food salty because they was trying to get you to drink a little bit more. You feel me? Oh well, I only had a sangria in the water, so nah. I don't think that was the case. Word. Damn. What's up? <laughs> yeah, we seen it was all over the ground having a good time. I, I appreciated that. That was cool. Yeah. What about you, man? What you do My ass stayed at home, man. The whole night? I stayed at home basically the whole night and then I went over my man's crib. Shout out Mark Osplayer. Mark was good, baby. We um just went over his uh you know to his function, right. chilled a little bit, met a couple people. It was real cool, man. Um, and then went back home and just I took that whole the whole entire break just to myself. Mm-hmm. I did not move my car. I was chilling. Right. It was good. Um, just to be able to relax because like I was telling my man's earlier. As soon as January first hit. It was like, damn, I have so much shit to do, so much shit to accomplish, mm-hmm. but I needed to unplug. And that was real good for me. Just just being able to just get away from everything and not have any responsibilities. It's right. kind of good when you ain't got to worry about shit. Nah, that's a fact, man. So. That's a fact. I, uh, for New Year's for me, excuse me, we, it was real low key, man. Me, Rachel, and um, my one of my best, she's one of my best friends and his girl, we went to um, this joint called Cork on yeah. 14th Street, like this wine bar. It was a real cool, man. We had dinner, um, tried a bunch of cheese. Where is it at? It's on 14th, like right by- um, Did you say tried a bunch of cheese? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you said tried a bunch of cheeses. You know that's oh, what I did. Me, I definitely said cheeses. Me, <laughs> I, I, I'm yeah, like, I'm just, I, Loki, I'm like, I know this nigga said cheeses. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely said uh, tried a bunch of different cheese um, and, you know, a couple different wines. So it was a good time, man. Very low-key. Like, as I get older, man, I definitely appreciate the chill. Um, you know, I feel like when I was younger, Thanks. I was mad mixy. Um, but I ain't mixing no more. So so. I, I'm I'm trying to get into my my wine. I lately, you know, past couple of weeks, you know, ever since Brio was talking shit about me and my uh my fucking uh, Moscato, I've been he trying. He's a bad bitch. I've been <laughs> I've been trying to get into my reds and my whites. The, I I finally understand now that the whites are sweeter and mm-hmm. the reds are well. Not all the time. Are you, drier. you can get a dry. You can definitely find dry whites. Okay, it's just about the pairing. You know what I mean? Like typically with the white wines, you want to pair that with a nice chicken or a fish, something seafood, okay. something light, something you know, Some, a, little airy. a white meat, a yeah. white pi- a white pasta, a white or clear pasta. Yeah. Okay. Where, okay. You know, a uh, a red. You know, that's more or thing, salad more as well. Or salad and exactly. Somebody educated me too like when you have red wines you gotta you gotta hold the glass by the stem (laughs) yeah because the your Your hand temperature will Mm -hmm. make them warmer Mm -hmm. yeah and it changes the uh the flavor profile Mm -hmm. you know know what i mean but it's it's definitely a nice little thing to add to the resume you know going to the the little wine bars and Mm -hmm. shit so it's real chill now i like that though just being able to chill Nothing too active. That's and like I go to and eat and cheeses and, yeah. bre- and breads and breads. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For real, for real. that used to be our go to. Like when we ain't like a weekend, we ain't had shit to do. We just like go to like out Loudoun County or like Charlottesville and yeah. go to like a couple wineries. And that's how I really got into wine. But I've been noticing like red wines. If I drink enough, like the they do something like the roof of my mouth. It, they kind of become kind of becomes like inflamed a little bit. Yeah. Like I be having. Mm. So I'm thinking like the tannins. I'm having like allergic reaction to them because it's the weirdest shit ever. Mm. And it just started happening as recently, so I kind of got to watch that. So I know a guy. Um, he actually he collects like bottles of wine, but over the past few years, he said he's grown i guess allergic to red wine oh, okay where i guess it has that same type of effect on him so he has this whole collection of wine mm-hmm. that he literally can't drink anymore that's crazy so he's been like just giving it away but yeah that may be something Word. 
Like, yeah, you must be drinking a lot of wine or some shit. I love wine, bro. I got cool. I got Rachelle a fucking wine cellar for Christmas. No, true. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Was that for her or was that for you? Uh, a little bit of both. Oh, <laughs> oh man, because she's like a she's more like a red drinker. I'm more like a white drinker. So you know, with the cellar, we put all the white. Damn. Together, so. When she listened back to this, she, she oh, gonna she, she, she gonna expect another gift, bro. She mm-hmm. hip though. I'll be going to hold it down. I'll be bringing like 20, 25 bottles of wine through here like <laughs> all the time. You know what I'm saying? We, for like when we had the, we had a fight party, and I brought a bunch of shit for that weekend. So you know, yeah, it's that's all good. good. Uh, Brio, I did say I had a bone to pick with you. Um, you, you said bones. A, no, it's just a single bone. Okay. You, you know, guessing. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she always be talking about she be laid back. Yo, you've been mixy lately, yo. Ain't that crazy? You've been mixy lately. Wait, hey, hold on, hold on. Damn, over. You, you smacked the shit out of your mouth. I did because he's right. <laughs> she- that that bird came yeah. out of me real quick. <laughs> I was about to say that's how you know she about to clap back, bro. <laughs> I'd <laughs> be like, yo, she is, she be at all the spots now. What's up with you, yo? Wait, wait, where I be at? I seen you at some joint where they was doing the uh, the selfie singing. What, what do you call it? Oh, yeah. That was on New Year's Day. Oh, that was New Year's Day. That was New, okay. Year Day, New Year's Day. And that didn't count because what I did for New Year's Day. Nigga Eve, said it don't so count. It, it don't. That... For a nigga to not do literally nothing on New Year's Eve, <laughs> true, and true. then I go to okay. I, so I went to a brunch in Baltimore. Okay, where? Um, Medusa. I don't know what that is. The old Mirage. Is it's that... on Baltimore Street. Yeah, it's, I was about yeah. I think it's the old Mirage, but um. Okay, I might just check it out. My niece was giving it. That's uh, why I okay, went. Okay, yeah, okay. my niece was giving say, it. She, yeah, she out of element. Oh, so, your, your niece lit. Like, like she be throwing parties and shit like that. No, too? she don't be throwing parties. But this one, this one guy who who be having events. Oh, okay. This one certain event, it's called like the day one brunch or whatever. Oh, okay. He, what... um, she promote that. Okay. And oh. like, you know, I had to pay, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean. And it was like New Year's Day, whatever. You support. I'm, I'm proud of you supporting your <laughs> people. Yeah, man. I just pulled up the support. That's oh, all. Son. Came. Um, Auntie I think it Brio. started at twelve. Yeah, and she older than me too. That's funny. Um, came at it was it started it was from like twelve to five, and I got there at like three fifty one. Damn, you yeah. a nigga. And left before before five. And made o'clock. a quick little appearance. And I, enough support, to, enough enough to make it look like I was being that mixy. she was being mixy. Yeah, you definitely. <laughs> like, that's what's up. What you do for the New Year's? You chilling? Yo, I dead ass. We went on a Whole Foods run because the mm-hmm. one whole, whole Foods was closing early, so we went to one Whole Foods and they didn't have like what we was what we wanted, mm-hmm. and then went to a whole nother Whole Foods, got mad food, came in the house and watched Bird Box. I ain't mad at that. <laughs> Bird Box. Everybody was on Bird Box though. I only watched it because why did oh. I only watched it because he brought it up. And mm-hmm. you know, he not on social media. So I'm like, if this nigga talking about it, then it's, fuck it's it. making his way. Yeah. I, I only watched Bird Box because I saw all these memes that I did not understand. Oh, yeah. That I, that was easy for me to look over. Like, I didn't care about that. I didn't understand none of them shits. I just seen a little girl with blindfolds on. Yeah. I, the but, fu- and then even, even after watching a movie, going back and seeing the memes and stuff like that, I'm like, these memes not even They're funny. They're not even funnier. They was no. funnier before I seen the movie. There was one that I thought was hilarious. For real? Though. Yo, to them joints got funnier not, after. For me, it was one me. joint. Do y'all see the joint where it was like when they say, um, it was like the Sandra Bullock joint. It was. It says the first line was something like, uh, where you been or some shit like that. And then the second joint was like, oh, I see you getting thick. And then the third oh, yeah, line is yeah, like, yeah. oh, you see it? Because yeah. when she stands up, she kind of oh, like, yeah. oh, this 
I thought that one was funny, but outside of them Jones wasn't them Jones wasn't that funny. Yeah, but um, they got a we couple didn't funny this, we didn't really need to see the movie to find that exactly. funny. Exactly. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah, you're right though. But they had the one the one where the guys he's holding the old woman's eyes open. Oh yeah, yeah the old guy, yeah. and then all those all those memes are funny when they're like, "Yo, um, when God is trying to get you to see like the right nigga or something like that, or the right person to choose." Or it's funny. I see. Like I seen the joint. It was like it was like, um, "God, please keep, please show me these fuck niggas or yeah, some yeah, shit yeah, like yeah, that." Yeah. Oh yeah. And he's like holding eyes over some some shit. Yeah. Some of them. Did y'all get all the different interpretations about it? No, nah, no. So so I had a lot of questions. I had a lot of questions from that shit because, to be honest, I thought. I didn't think it was that good. I, I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was going to be better before I watched it because so many people were hyping. I was like, "Oh, Sandra Bullock's in the joint, like Trayvante Rhodes, like this might be some shit." And then I watched the movie, and I'm like, "What?" First of all, why was it called Bird Box? I didn't understand that till the end of the movie when the nigga took the birds and put it into the refrigerator. And I was like, "Oh, so they like signal when the right. demon is around." Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. But then where the fuck did MGK go? Where did the other white chick go? Why is it that some people when they see when they see the joint they don't kill themselves? And versus like, well, that's because um, anybody basically anybody that had a mental illness was okay. unaffected by the. Um, the evil spirits or whatever. Basically, your your biggest fears or your well, they that's, didn't. And that's what I was thinking. They didn't too. kill themselves, but they they still were affected. But they didn't kill themselves. Well, they, they wanted to share. Basically, it. yeah, yeah. They were trying to say that like people with milt- with mental illnesses deal with this type of shit in their in their mind every day mm-hmm. that they know how to navigate it. Whereas quote unquote same people we know how to block out you know certain things or whatever but um so if you if you remember him saying the guy and I forgot his name but the one who had who they let in the house or whatever yeah. who was holding the the eyes open he remember when he was like um the people from the mental hospital um mm-hmm. institution had broke out or whatever and mm-hmm. they're the ones that's um um, he kind of explained like why real quick that they were like unaffected by it or whatever. They want you to see what they're like, what they're going through. So that's why they like hold your eyes open yeah. and shit like that. So that's what I was thinking too. I was saying that probably the folks that they're saying the folks that deal with mental, uh, mental health issues mm-hmm. are like have internal battles every right. single day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, because they're unaffected, they want the other people to see it too. That's why they're holding their eyes like, yo, mm-hmm. look at this shit. It's coming. This is what we deal with. They want to mm-hmm. share that yeah. experience with folks that, that have not never experienced it before. But that whole shit, that whole scene blew me when old girl, the pregnant y'all opened up the door to yeah. let him in. She I'm sorry, her ass was gone. She would have been gone. She yo, first off, the old the old white man in the movie was the goat. That nigga told them up front every time. That something like he, right. they should have just listened to him. If they had to listen to him, they would have survived. They would have been in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. They would have had food and all that shit. But every time, and it was be somebody said this on it's Twitter. The way he delivered the message, it was the delivery, yeah. and that's like the most important thing mm-hmm. I took from him. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, you could be right, but it's all about your delivery. And that's something that you learn, especially me as I got older. It's like, yeah. okay, you may be a hundred percent right. You may be, you know, the smartest nigga in the room at the moment. Mm-hmm. But if you're a dickhead to everybody, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna ignore you, mm-hmm. and I don't care what it is, even if. To save my life, man. This nigga's ass and get him out the way. But he was right the whole time. He was right. So yeah. you said something important though. Like you said these these mentally ill people go through mental battles internal every day. Yeah. I'm sorry, internal battles every day. Well, isn't that everyone though? Well, it's more so like with them because like how they are suicidal and they do think about like committing, you know, mass um, you know, murders and stuff like that. Yeah. 
those thoughts for them are more prevalent. Like they have those type of thoughts every single day, every single day, as opposed to like us who don't, who aren't, who aren't really, you know, mentally ill or we don't really suffer from depression or we don't, you don't think about killing yourself every day. Nah, we don't so, have to run from it. They're, so, not, they're not running so, from it. They can sit there and absorb that because that's what they do. So with. they, so what you're saying is, is they're being held captive by their, their own, their, their own thoughts. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, yeah. I, all I'm saying is I know people, you know, quote unquote, regular people who we go through shit every day yeah, where it's like not, your ups and downs, no, but it's not as the severity of yeah, it. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, okay. It's different, different. And, and I like, I, I mean, if that's what it was, then I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? I thought I, I took, I actually, I could see a lot of different aspects of, you know, like how they portrayed social media, that being mm-hmm. the, um, the demon, how, oh, um, wait, hold on. So they were saying that, yo, you really watch this shit. I, don't, I I was on some high shit. <laughs> so so one of them was like social media is the demon because mm-hmm. remember in um up the river or down the river, everybody that was saved was blind. So blind people aren't overly as affected by the temptations of social media mm-hmm. and the downfall of social media mm-hmm. like we are, and we're so consumed by it. Oh. And that and um the demon is supposed to be social media like swaying. Our th- our thoughts into uh, like negative thoughts, such as like killing yourself, right? right. So then it was oh, saying because that of all the pressures of exactly, social media, and like, basically because blind people literally can't see social media or right. whatever, then it was easier for them to be saved and into um, you know, in wherever they were or whatever. Box. Yeah, so like um, so they were saying that social media was the demon oh, and. Sure. And then it was like the um and like basically if you were smart enough if you were smart enough and more in tune with your with yourself and you knew how to um you knew how to like kind of think for yourself and you knew how to fight temptation then you made it that you made it to Burbot. So is this why my man Travante was able to when before he killed himself yeah. and he was affected by the demon he was able to fight it off just enough yeah. to be able to kill the guy yeah okay yeah basically okay. and and to think about the fact that like he didn't it wasn't temptation it was certain people in the movie that weren't it wasn't temptation that was killed that killed them it was them risking themselves or risking them they're sticking up like you know to save everybody else mm-hmm. so so it was a lot, it was a couple people in the movie oh. who you know, it wasn't about them fighting, not being able to fight temptation. It was solely about them, them being, um, them falling susceptible to it, mm-hmm. or them putting themselves on the line to, to save, save everybody, everybody else. else, and not being and not having the capacity to do so. That's why I think, because like you got to think about social media. We always talking about it a lot, like. We try to help people, but you get to a point where you're helping people so much that you right. forget about the well, your personal uh-huh. well-being. Mm-hmm. And that, that's that's how I took that when you said that. Because, like, the the uh, the old man's wife, she went out there to help the pregnant yeah, woman. She's exactly. older. Like, she, yep. you know, her vulnerable. being able, yeah, vulnerable. Vulnerable. Her being, being able to help a, a woman to, to yeah. get into the house. Like, to be honest, he could have probably done it a lot better and a lot quicker. But her just... She had to take her shoes off and all that shit, and then yeah. look what happened to her. She she killed herself. And then it right. was like a then when you add in like being blind to it, and then you want to throw in if you want to throw in like the spiritual part of it, mm-hmm. the whole walk by faith, not by sight. Oh yeah, and trusting your 
trusting your intuition. That's, that's what I got. That's, that's what I got from that shit. Yeah. Somebody, like, somebody like something about the Holy Spirit. I, I was confused. They just lost me. Somebody was like the somebody put up like a um it was some like a Christian. It was <laughs> you like they say some wild shit. It was like a Christian explanation of it. It says something about like the, the thing is the Holy Spirit, yeah. and it's like let the Holy Spirit yeah. take over your life. And then I'm sure you saw walk by faith, faith and not, not by sight. Some quoting yeah. fucking uh, mm-hmm. Philippians 14, 13. But then, like, but I was then, confused. Of course, because I wanted to know more about it. I also saw where it was like um it was about like the how scary it is for like first time mothers to become mothers or whatever and the river was supposed to mean like like um motherhood or mm-hmm. like parenthood like how you know you don't know how to be a parent and you mad scared to be a and that was one that clearly I couldn't connect yeah. with cuz I was like oh, I think that's a stretch you know I, I- I do appreciate the fact that you could flip and twist and yeah. turn this thing in those, but that's yeah. what I think personally, and I'm not a movie watcher, right? Mm-hmm. I could care, I could care less about a movie, but I think that's what makes a movie a good a movie. Good movie is because yeah. for one, it got us talking about it, and for two, yeah. we got so many different interpretations by it. And when you got so many interpretations by it, them niggas can take each one of our interpretations and make a whole new Another movie. movie. No, that's a fact. <laughs> that's, like, yeah. that's what you call so, great art. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it's cool that movies end with no ending. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just open-ended. I, I mean, we did get an ending, but we don't, right? But, but we it, didn't get no explanation. Yeah. yeah, and so they could keep coming out with, like... And you want to know what happens next. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, like, they, and they could it. do, like, alternate endings. You know what my big, my biggest question was, though? How the OBGYN made, made it, it to Bird Box? No idea. She a legend. I was trying to figure that shit out. I would, too. that's the, like. Oh, yeah, because she was in a hospital. And remember, and she was and telling that, her that to, joint, deal, to deal with the pregnancy when she was in there with her sister. Yeah, right. but the joint, well, see, when they were in the hospital, though, people were still running from it. It was only a couple of people here and there that were being hit. She could have made it inside somewhere. But how, so she took off her lab coat and ran to. But how'd she make it all, all the way, way to there, Burbank? Yeah. I mean, I mean, because all you, all you had to do was um, blindfold yourself and. Like yeah, but Sandra, Sandra was fighting off niggas and shit. For like, that for like that three doctor wasn't days, fighting. Yeah. She wasn't hey, fighting look, nobody man. else. Cause the people in everybody in Bird Box was blind except for like was she blind? Nah, nah. That's like, what I'm saying. Yo, you like know what? Kids. I didn't even realize that everybody in Bird Box was blind. Yes. Yeah, the, the majority of them. I think there was um, there was another lady that came over. That remember she took the kids. She was like, "Oh, do you want to go play with them?" She was like, "What's while your name?" The, yeah, while the the doctor and Sandra was talking, so she wasn't blind either. Oh, but the majority of the people was blind though. Yeah. That's a fact. I didn't even I didn't even realize yeah. that because I was so over. Because I think all the blind people were dressed in the weren't they all wearing like the same clothes or something? Uh, something like, like that. a white outfit. It was I think they was all wearing the same clothes or something like nah, that. But shit, now I gotta go watch. Yeah, it again. watch it again. But I think the majority <laughs> of the people there was because it was at a um a sanctuary. It was a it was like Gallaudet, but for the blind and mm. the set of the deaf. Yeah. The school of the blind. Or whatever. Wow, yeah, it was a school of the blind. Yeah. So that was my biggest question. Like, how she got, like, how yeah. she ended up there? Because it took Sandra a whole lot to get to that. Yeah. It took her years, right? Did it? Yeah. Because the kids grew yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember um, she was still with the guy five years later. So how, That's right. how did That's they right. get there? Like, so they were, well, the movie was jumping around back and forth, back and forth. So when they were on the river, they, they showed it at the beginning. Like she was on the river and she was fighting off that old guy mm-hmm. or whatever. And then it kind of flashed back to how they got there. I'm assuming at the end of the movie, when they showed like the black guy killing off the people yeah. and then her hopping into the river. So was that scene of her fighting off the old white guy in the river after him killing her, yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, the, all the all river, people? all the river was post um, 
Her and the and, and the black Trevion guy. broke up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So when they were jumping back and forth with the scenes, it was like them training, them in the house that they found, yeah. them her going out and scavenge or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. but that whole river scene when she was fighting off and all that, that was all one continuous right. um, oh, okay. path or whatever. Okay. You gotta break it down for the people in the back. Yeah, that's just good, man. Facts. What y'all think about the black dudes being the savior in this movie? Yeah, two of them. Who was the first one? The dude who saved them Lil in the Ralph. grocery store. That's right. That nigga said he charged up. He was like, <laughs> I'm going to do this shit. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I ain't going to hold you. I was blown. I wanted to see him. I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't expecting him to die right there. Me either. Yo, I was. I knew he was going to die, but I was just blown. Like <laughs> for real, for real, I didn't think he was going to die because he had lasted so long. And um, he he did the out. whole get out. <laughs> then I thought he was going to be another hero in it. But well, he was another hero. But I thought it was going to be like mm. you know for much longer. And but, I thought society had moved past like the the black people die first thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so I was like, thanks. oh, he's going to hang around for a little bit longer in the movies? Yeah. Nah, that nigga Only was one of us. Only See, one. and I, I thought he was going to stick around too because he was low-key kind of explaining shit to right, us. Right, You know what I mean? I thought he was going to be the one that be explaining it to us the entire movie, mm. but they was like, no, Because he was writing like a comic, like a story or like a book or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, he was studying history, but then yeah. they, they were trying to... See, that's the thing too. That, that's a great point. He was in the movie. He was saying how he studied history, and then they immediately asked for his credentials. And he was like, "Well, he didn't have like the proper schooling or degree. He only had a, he only had a GED or something." Yeah, yeah, he worked at like basically Walmart, and they were like, "Oh, we're not going to listen to you." But right. turns out he was right. Right. So that's that's an even better message, yep. right? Like, there's people out here who who have valid knowledge, and people are throwing away that knowledge because of their quote unquote credentials. Damn. And we say that shit all the time. Like, I know CPAs who don't know shit about accounting, <laughs> but right. they're certified in public accounting. Mm-hmm. Like, that's damn. Y'all got me thinking out here, yo. See, I told you I was motivated. This shit deep. Yeah, a little deeper than I ex- expected. Yo, uh, I'm, yo, I need to watch movies with her when she smacked. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Well, then you start putting out more movies like that. I'm gonna you know go. I mean? I'm gonna go watch that shit now because I immediately came on this joint like this. That shit was trash. Yo, but no, like, it was actually a little. It was kind of deep. I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I don't know if you ever seen that movie by. M, I always say his name wrong. M Night Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan. Yeah, Shyamalan. M Night Shyamalan. Whatever. Yeah, is a director, but he has this movie called The Happening with Mark Wahlberg, and it's similar. Basically. The the uh, the universe is taking over and killing humans because we've been destroying Facts. the universe. So like the trees and like the spirits oh. and the wind is killing everybody. They trying to survive. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was I was like, man, it's a fake ass. And all his, all his movies are crazy. Is that the joint when niggas are jumping off the roof? The happening? I, it might be. I seen it so long Son, ago. That joint. Yeah, all his movies are, it, are like it's, that. It's similar. One of them things that where the world is taking over, but you don't know exactly what it is. But at least with this one, it comes to a conclusion that the plants are the ones that's fighting back. Oh, ain't, okay. ain't he the same nigga who did that uh that one movie with the dude with the multiple personalities? Oh yeah, yeah. You talking about uh, uh It's not split. It's a split. split yeah, it's a split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. dude, he's in another movie that's very similar. With uh, Samuel Jackson oh, and Bruce Willis. It looked vicious. Yeah, yeah. It looked so vicious. I, don't know, I know you've never seen Split, but Split is super fire. If you ever get a chance to see it, it's a dude with multiple personalities. It's absolutely crazy. It's it, on Netflix? It might be. Oh, right. It might, well, I'm going to look it up anyway. The, the main guy that's in the movie Split, he's going to be in another like psycho thriller with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And, like, the, and Bruce Willis. I wouldn't be surprised if he is some type of way, like, not all the way together in real life because the way that he embodies these characters is is fucking amazing. You know how hard it is to act as one character, let alone five. This nigga went 
through a whole movie acting as like four or five different. That this shit was dope. Yeah, nah, shit was good movie. that's art at its best for real, for real. Oh, man, Whew. damn, Bird Box is deep, yeah, dog. I'm gonna have to go see. I was making jokes about it and shit like you know birds. You can call a bird a bird, and then <laughs> you know Bird Box. It's yeah. like yo, y'all gotta stay away from that shit. But now, this is the one you might want to catch up. With. Damn, yeah. Sandra Bullock. Where the fuck did MGK go? Did they die? Did they live? Like More did that nigga get killed dead. by Eminem? What happened to They're him? Probably dead. I also I I want to say didn't they become I thought they they became one of the people for real yeah when? yes because you, became, I think you saw MG you saw MGK I think in uh, in the street yeah yeah I don't remember they saying, be, yeah they, be, they I, both I thought became they hopped one in of the, the vehicle people. and they took it but something happened because you they passed them again on the street yeah I do remember that they became one of the people yeah they yeah they passed them again because remember remember at one point she started to hear their voices yeah 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 they she became one of them so they didn't kill themselves. Nah, they just, I guess they just turned. Or, or maybe they was like mentally ill or something. Yeah, like that's that. what I was saying. Oh, that so, been or maybe too. they, were, oh, okay. Mm. And the, it's because the girl is a cop. Well, she was a cop, right? Yeah. So, and yeah. something was wrong mm. with him, too, but I don't remember what. Yeah. Interesting. Man. Damn, that's. Y'all been keeping up with Dark Kelly joint? Hey, yo. <laughs> you know, I'm only here for that. <laughs> I, we ain't this, got no topics to This nigga just... been waiting. No, I'm going to let you finish, but. No, I'm just saying. No, like, no, no. I only watched it because you. So, suggested that we watch it. I mean, literally she, the only reason why, I, like, I knew the nigga was nasty right. the entire yeah. time. We already canceled him. Like, that's I, it. I don't care. But I never was like attached to his music. So mm. for me, for people to say cancel him and all that, I was like, I ain't listen to the shit anyway. But, um, I like, I watched it. Of course, I was high last night, and I was like, ew. <laughs> but Thanks. I think was like. Thanks. I that, think was, yeah. plus I was also thinking about like what I was doing at twelve, what I was doing at fifteen, yes. what and like how I view the opposite sex. Like at twelve, ew. Yeah. I was not attracted to no fucking man. At twelve, I had when I turned twelve, I had a birthday party at the skating ring. And Yo, I had yes. a crush on this guy named CJ and I wanted to skate with him so bad for couple skating. That's what I was doing at twelve. For, that, couple, for like, couple and skating. CJ had a real <laughs> I'm not going to go into detail, but CJ looked like he was 12, my nigga. Oh, I Like, know. CJ didn't look like he was fucking was 17. You know what right, I mean? Right, CJ right. looked 12 like me. Right. I'm like... That, that shit is crazy, man. Just We already know the nigga's sick, but just to hear the, the detail and hear the shit that we Again, didn't know about... It's, it's, it, I, for me, it's like I already know a lot about it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Every time we have one of these new things, because it's it's going to keep happening until right. he goes to jail, and even after probably. But as you get more detail, it 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 pulls on your emotions and stuff like that. Seeing the people's faces, you know, seeing the eyewitnesses come on and, and just talk, I couldn't even get past the first episode. You know what was funny to me? <laughs> the fact that they made the only sympathizer on the show. Was his brother that oh, was in okay. jail? Okay, so let's talk. Fuck about his it. brother. Nah, nah, nah. His brother's wild, bro. If you keep, if you keep watching, yeah. that nigga's wild. I know. I knew he was wild. And what was that? The first episode when he said, basically, he was saying that him being attracted to younger women was a preference. Because yeah, it's a preference. Nigga, I, no, hot or cold coffee is a preference. So I think, I think <laughs> that's, a, that's a fact. I think my biggest takeaway for this whole thing is how people enable. People enable those that they benefit off of to the max. Always. Like, and not even that. For example, okay, this is where I want to get to. I didn't know that the girl that was in the tape was Sparkle's niece, right? Me neither. 
So Sparkle sat up on that damn show with all these fucking fake crocodile tears talking about some. Yeah, I went to his house. Damn. This is back when she was like signed to him or whatever. She went to his house and she saw how the wife would like open, knock on the door to come out like, hey, can I eat? Right. right. Why was that not a trigger for you? Not only that. So if I if I, if, I, if you married and I go to your house and your wife knock on the door, I'm like, dog, what type of nigga is you? Like that will probably end our friendship because I can't be around somebody that treats women like that, right? Right. Not she didn't do that. She didn't do that at all. What she decided to do was to bring her niece around him. You see how we treat grown women and you decide yeah. to bring your niece around him at the prospect that maybe he, she could put him on with music? That is so insane to me, bro. Yeah. Like I, I cannot wrap saying. my mind around that at all. And that is the part that's scary to me. When when his tour director, Demetrius, whatever Demetrius mm-hmm. was to him, he's like the laughing. The personal assistant. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was like laughing and giggling that he was the one that that forged the uh the the paperwork so he could marry Aaliyah. And he's like laughing about it, like like it was a joke. I after watching the first four episodes or whatever, I think it's safe to assume. I, I, I'm gonna go out and legend. I'm assume that them niggas that was around him, they didn't just witness it. They were a part yeah, of I mean, it. Them niggas was participating. I, I, I felt that. I definitely felt that way about the brother that was in jail. Uh, to the yeah. point where I wanted to look up what the fuck he was I think, in jail I, for. I think he's in, actually in jail for um for child pornography. Well, I couldn't. I didn't dig that deep. The only thing I saw, I, I only saw what he was in jail for right now, mm-hmm. which was like burglary and theft. Shit. And that's, that's how you know he wasn't even holding his family down. These yeah. niggas out here doing petty crimes. Exactly. Right now, his bond is a hundred thousand dollars. His old brother man, not ten racks to get out. But um, but yeah, I was like, clearly he is on some pedophile shit too mm-hmm. because his statement of like it being a preference and then I was like and I was like his personal assistant is taking this shit lightly too and so I I definitely felt that at least about them two absolutely Mm -hmm. those two stick out to me you know we we all boys you you know you a girl you probably never done this before but niggas have done it right there's a bunch of us we outside the club we all recruit hey yo come back to the crib you know we about to have a party as a group we're recruiting women together whether we're gonna go to another move or gonna have a house party whatever the case may be these niggas is talking about like, yeah, we would go to the mall and Kelly would point out the girls and we would pick them out. No, no, y'all niggas was out there recruiting children. Why? He he not gonna handle seven girls at a it's time. Easy. He he's not handling seven girls at one time. You bringing seven little girls back to the crib. Guess who's in there with them? These other grown fucking men. No facts. Yeah. These, and and the real question is, would Ari Kelly kill himself if he was in Bird Box, or would? He be trying to get other niggas to see. He would get other niggas to see. Oh, I see what your question. He'll be getting other oh, niggas to see. Let me think about this. Let me think about this. He'll be holding eyes wide open. And oh yeah, he would definitely be holding niggas eyes open. So I'm not trying to say who's more at fault, but do we hold the people like you said enabling him because we know he's sick, right? We we that's not an argument. That's that's not an argument. But do we hold the people allowing him? to move about the world with his sick behavior accountable just as much as we hold R. Kelly accountable. I said this yesterday on Twitter. I said that the enablers, to me, are even more guilty than him. If he's sick... Because they're the ones that's not sick. Exactly. They're the ones that's not sick, and they're the ones that are just turning a they're blind pulling, eye they're pull, to it they're pulling the string. they Absolutely. don't want to believe it because yep. he makes so much money yep. and stuff because, like that. Not even that they don't believe it. He takes care of him. Yeah. You know, like R. Kelly, R. Kelly can go out, have a concert, do whatever. Cause like you gotta think about it. For real, for real, when R. Kelly like is making music and and performing and shit, you don't even think about this. All you think about is yo, he's such a great musical artist, musical genius, singer, songwriter, and all that. And then it's like 
a totally different person when you hear these stories come out and this nigga is a fucking pedophile. You know how I feel? Remember, I don't know what year that was, but remember that one year when uh, um, Illuminati conspiracy theories was like real cool. heavy? When it was at peak? It was yeah. like, it was like okay, 0, see, 06, 07. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Okay, so remember that year when they were, when it was all about the Illuminati and people was taking all these songs and they was breaking them down. And they was like, this, Rewinding them and yeah, all that. and they was making them seem like yeah. this is Illuminati, this is Illuminati. And then they would take like, oh, fold the dollar bill a certain way. Mm-hmm. This is Illuminati. And they was just trying to show you like all of these. Mm-hmm. And really it was like- The dollar bill looked like a plane crash yeah. or some shit. Yeah. And then, yes. And then, um, so, and then they kept, basically they kept trying to pull out like all this evidence. And because it's, it wasn't really tangible. It was super easy for us to be like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> right, right, right. This w- this is what this feels like for me. Mm. Like, I feel like all these years, R. Kelly was the Illuminati, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like all this, all these years we've been hearing all about R. Kelly um, doing this, doing that. We kind of seen, we seen, well, I never even seen the sex tape, but... You know, the sex tape was there, but which was the folded dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is there, but it's like, no, whatever, whatever, right? So it's, it's kind of like fallacies. Like, you can choose to believe it, but you choose not to or whatever. And then I feel like with these documentaries, though, this shit is the living proof. So now I, I basically, I feel like somebody just proved the, the Illuminati to, to be me. real. Like, and, I, and now, now I'm like so disgusted to like have, like, to think about the songs that he wrote. Thanks. Not, not just the songs that he sung, wrote the songs people. that he wrote, wrote for other people, like Michael fucking Jackson, bro. No, when that like, n- how can I listen to these songs without thinking of like nasty ass R. Kelly and interpreting them? Like, you are not alone with so fucking innocent. Yeah, bruh, bruh. I remember being a kid singing that shit and then come to find out it was about Aaliyah's miscarriage at yeah. 14. Dog. How can I ever listen to that again? That like how can I, I ever listen to that? You got to be able wild. to separate the the, the no. artist from the music. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm, saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, you ha- like that's the only way to be able to. listen I don't to even it. know how anybody you can do that with him because it's that's not even the artist. His his it's his the lifestyle fact that influenced the lyrics what he wrote. Are about this thing. Well, that, well, that's what I'm saying. Like like he he wrote the music. You got to be able to disassociate R. Kelly with the joint. So Ebro, Ebro's he tweeted basically like, well, I could I could still watch the Cosby show. I can still listen to R. Kelly. Let me tell you something. As a as a as a musician, your experiences mm-hmm. through life is what you write about. That shapes the way that you shape your own music. Yep. If you were telling me that uh, if you you remind me of a Jeep, you're the telling thing- me the story of how you was fucking being a predator. You're my, my 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 mind is telling me no. But my body is telling me yes. Now, <laughs> you laughing? You Yo, laughing? No, no, I'm no, laughing. No, it's the not way. like the no, no. <laughs> but for real. It's not like I the Cosby Show. It's, <laughs> it's not like the Cosby Show is fucking giving us hidden messages no, behind. No, no, you no, know no, what I mean? All no. the positive it's scripted. shit. This is like we see. We seeing this shit for what it is. Yeah. Like, oh, we want to be just like the the Huxtables. I'm not going around singing no R. Kelly shit because I know it means something else. This, Completely something else. This nigga Geechee tweeted the other day. Did you know? This nigga is sick because he made a song with a remix that didn't don't even got no have fucking original. original version. How the oh, fuck yeah. you like an initial remix and there's no Facts. ignition? Facts. You know what I mean? Like yeah. something been wrong with him, bro. And it's the, the signs have always been. We've already known that, right? But it's just crazy to me to see. I'm more. I'm more disgusted by the people around him for the sex tape. 
Because I was listening to a couple of uh, and pod- stop, we gotta stop calling it sex tape. That shit wasn't a sex oh, tape. Well, that shit was child porn. Sex yeah. tape, child porn, yeah. all, all the above for that joint. And what uh, I was listening to a podcast the um earlier the other day, they said that that was in two thousand and three, I believe. Mm-hmm. It was taken to court. You know, he's brought up on those uh, sexual misconduct, child pornography, and all that. You know, all those uh, charges. First of all, did you see them fucking charges? It was a whole no, bunch it was like of 70, shit. I think it was 72 it was, different it was, charges. It was a whole bunch of charges. It was a whole rack of them. And he got acquitted off of them because him and the girl both said, oh. No, it's deeper than that. We're bro. not even in the video. And then, but that's my thing. Because of that, I believe that people like us were just like, oh, he got acquitted. It's fine. They said it's funny. It's funny because as as especially as black folks, we always talk about like how the law works for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry, works against us all the time. This is one of the times where the law actually worked for this nigga. They found like pictures and stuff. They dismissed them because they said it was inadmissible because of like the, the search warrant didn't allow them to go. Right. To, like, this is only the second time in history that I've seen the law like not condemn a black man. What was the first one OJ? Yeah, for real, for real. Because like. You, all the evidence is there and y'all just like okay and then that that's that's what gets me angry because I'm like yo OJ's a sick dude mm-hmm. in, okay. a, in addition to the fact that both of them niggas have mad money yeah and and, and that's my thing now, now I'm thinking about shit that happens in, now I'm thinking about the United States of America and how niggas operate now you think about the Illuminati and different shit like that you extrapolate it they allow sick ass niggas like this to to operate in you our community it's, because it's the, our community. It sucks that this documentary is coming out now when it is because now ten years now as opposed to ten years ago or twenty years ago or whatever we're so fucking desensitized yeah, yeah. that we don't even overly we don't really overly understand or see it as nasty as we really should or as extreme no, to its that full shit, that extremity. Shit is nasty, dog. No, it's nasty. Think, yeah. But nigga, if this was 10 or 15 or 20 years ago and this this documentary was coming out the way it is now, as like drawn out as it is, well, this nick this shit would be a fucking outrage. I don't bro. know. I don't know. It, it I don't know. Been, and I would say I would say not necessarily because we're a bit of sense. I think it probably would have been a bigger outrage because R. Kelly was at a higher peak than he that is. That too, now. but I, I'm saying that I don't know. I'm saying about that, that because because we, like every other day, we mm-hmm. hearing about what man in power did, okay. what other man okay. did this, what other man. So we hear about it every single day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then we got social media. So we see, basically, we we be- we become more desensitized in general just because of all the shit that is thrown in our face see, every I would, day. I would argue the opposite. I don't think we've become more desensitized. I think we've become more sensitized because you have so many stories people are looking and and coming out more about with these cases because like back in the day like there were certain things like like saying faggot on the radio or in you know in your song i'm not talking about being sensitive to what's going on i'm talking about how we're so how we're so able to process it process it and like like adjust like we can let the shit go tomorrow for real for real. Every day I if get the on documentary t- was over, 
we could we would be just fine as regular people because we're not affected by it personally. We would be just fine in two weeks. And I would say, yeah, cause it, there's certain things on social media that we see that's just not human. Though I, I can't exactly. Twitter all the time. Niggas getting their ass whooped. Niggas getting their fucking brain brains yes, blown out. Like, I don't never watch I, no I, shit I, like I understand that. that. Yeah, and I'm that's what I'm saying. Like by being able to have so much access to that, like not even going out looking for it, the shit just pop up on your timeline, and we see shit and we hear so about all that crazy too. shit all the time that. Us hearing all this R. Kelly, all this R. Kelly shit and seeing and listening to the victims, it's like, damn, this shit is really fucked up. But it's like, it's like we not. I feel like we're not overly as emotional. And emotionally attached to it. Well, yeah, because like, well, we're yeah. so desensitized it, by everything else. It, I don't. I agree with you on that point because I, I wouldn't even say I'm like me personally. I wouldn't even say I'm desensitized by it. I just don't care. Hmm. I've already made my decision about R. Kelly. Mm -hmm. I told y'all, I think he's a sick nigga. He's mentally ill. He needs help. And oh, his music is great. Right. So for me, like, like, you know, I don't like to compare myself to Ebro, but I can because I, I shit, I still listen to Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson got acquitted of his shit because, you know, so, some people lie. We we you will never know the truth. Mm -hmm. You you honestly will never know the truth. Right. People can say whatever they want all the time. But. I, I know what I know about R. Kelly. He's sick. I'm never going to support the dude on some, like, you know, uh, good character or stuff like that. But the nigga can write songs. That's 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 the only thing. That's one of the only things I know about him. And I know also know that he's a child rapist. He 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 likes child pornography. He likes this shit. The nigga is sick. So, like, see, that, see for me, it's, from it's, that, it's, it's just, just hard. It's, it is what it it's is. It's just hard because I know his experiences, like, helped write that music you know it, it, just watch it no, there's so many things that we can pull out of it's not even just about R. Kelly but yeah. just about life in general right like yeah cancel everybody bro this the music industry in general is just so messy dog I, just all the clips have been coming out like that we've seen we've seen something like what uh, Razby was talking about the stuff that Chris Stokes was making him do as a kid Science. and we've seen like some shit that Drake did to a girl on stage and it's like, not just the music industry you're right you're right though it, it, the whole world is nasty yeah but in particular that world is just so messy because you know what it's front here, and center out here you might have a better chance of actually getting somebody locked up because of shit that they did especially when he's like overwhelming evidence mm -hmm. but when it comes to the music industry them niggas are silent why are they silent because they all a lot of these niggas well, got shit they, mm -hmm. in their closet and they're, they're always the music and entertainment industry the, just the broad entertainment industry though they're appearance makes money their presence makes so, money so if, when you have more money they're gonna be more protected you're protect donald trump is president dog That's was out here talking about i'm grabbing hoes by vaginas yeah. and a whole white joint came out and said he abused her and this that and the third or some type of sexual misconduct and this nigga is still president money yeah. nah, money real. presence it's bro real. like you when you when you're of a certain status you're untouchable I, I know niggas in the hood that'll brush up against a girl. Let her, We talked about it. I can't brush up against a girl in the club. Because if that girl decides to just say, oh, this nigga touched me inappropriately, I, I might not make it to the jail. <laughs> For real. <laughs> no, no, you got, no, that's real. That's like, real. like, think about how yeah. your experience in, in Austin that yeah. one time, right? Us regular people, when we see niggas do certain things that we think is wrong, we, we react on them. Uh, we we immediately like attack them. Right. Y'all seen that video of that pool party when they beat the shit out that nigga? Everybody in the pool party, beat they beat the brakes off this nigga and handed him out because he had like touched, he like fondled a girl or something at the pool. It's an old video though. They beat, they mm -hmm. was throwing trash cans on that nigga. They beat the brakes off of him. He didn't make it out the pool party. R. Kelly ain't going to see that same energy. But 
That's what, that's what I'm saying. He it's just it's not when you got the bread, son. There was a story like a couple like not a couple months ago, but months ago, the nigga, you know, like Wynn Resorts, the uh it's it's a yeah. famous hotel chain. Mm-hmm. The founder of that shit, Steve Wynn, he used to be like the Republican National Committee finance chair and shit like that. He was a lobbyist, whatever. This nigga is a billionaire, like skyrocket, like hella bread. This nigga has several eyewitness accounts where he has fucking raped women like mm. raped his maids and hotels forced them to suck his dick all this shit like, nasty yo. like all hell accounts and you know what they did to this nigga nothing they wrote an article about it they wrote nasty. a fucking article nasty. and this nigga still his stock the stock went down for like maybe like three months or something nasty. not even that it was like a month damn right I bought this shit cause nasty. I already knew what time it was the stock went down <laughs> I bought this shit and went back up, sold this joint right when it came back up. A little return for me because niggas, niggas like that are untouchable. Nasty, they, they, you're not going to get touched. But let a nigga like me, for real, like, let a nigga like me do it. You won't even make it to the jail, dog. All this shit nasty, man. It's I, crazy. Before we got on air, we were talking about like experiences as we were growing up, man. And I remember, you know, as a kid, they would always have like the like talent shows, bring your kids and the next search for the next boy band, search mm-hmm. for the next pop. And they don't do that no more because we're just becoming more aware. Like all of that shit was probably nasty. Niggas was just trying right. just trying to get kids in a space and try to take advantage of them and having them like interview you, behind you're closed doors. The, you're the next big thing. So I'm I'm talking from personal experience right now. When I was a kid, I remember my mom always, she never really let me stay the night in nobody's house. She was like, nah, they could come here. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. But I'll never forget, there was this one kid on my block, and my mother said, do not go to the house. Never go to that house. One day, I was probably like 11 or 12 years old. I was at his house. My mom found out. My mom beat the shit out of me, dog. Beat the shit out of me. And this is what I always said, like, I will not, I'm not going to spank my kids without no explanation. She beat the shit out of me just for being over there. Never understood it. I just remember, all right, I'm not going back over there because she's going to whoop my ass again. Mm-hmm. As I get older, she told me why she didn't allow me over there. The father was a fucking sex offender. I sex offender on my block. But she never explained that to me. Like, this shit is so fucking prevalent. Like, you, as, you know, you raising kids, you got to be on your P's and Q's because this world is just it, crazy, it, and, bro. And that's, your mom did a great thing, though. By not telling you, it, it's she could have went either way, but that's the thing. You don't want to rob a child of their childhood. Right. Because then you would have been all paranoid and yeah. scared mm-hmm. to go outside. And I, I had this conversation the other day with a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. This is what happens a lot. I know specifically for black men. Black men, as they're growing up, little black boys are robbed of their childhood, mm. whether it be, you know, the pressure, the societal pressures, the economic pressures, because you're growing up in the hood or in, you know, a low income family and you got to get a job earlier on in life. Right. And now you're trying to compete with people, quote unquote, your age, you know, your your white counterparts who are just living, living through their childhood. Right. right. Their parents can get them shit. But no, you got to go to work. You got to work in the retail industry. You got to handle the general public. You And then what do they always tell you? Yo, you got to grow up. Mm. You got to mature. You you got to act as an adult. You can't, you can't act your age. Mm. The only time you're acting your age is when your parents are talking to you. Because you, you only speak when spoken to. A lot of these little black boys, especially, that's why we grow up with so many issues. You're, you don't even learn how to cope with emotions. You don't even learn how to like just just exist within yourself. You don't you don't even have confidence in yourself. All you know is 
yo, I got to get it. Right. I have to grow up so quick. I'm 10 years old. Let me hit the block. Let me be grown. That's why when it comes to like getting older women and shit, it's okay. Dog, it's okay to yeah, niggas. Okay. And, and, and even looking back at then, dog, we got friends and shit that fuck with older girls Easy. and older women. Go to, you know what I mean? And I'm adapting that nigga out like, yo, you pulled it. But junk? looking yeah. back at it, it's like, the, all that shit is crazy. It's, it's crazy. nasty. It's nasty. It's nasty. nasty. All of it is one big ass mess, man. I, I, so who do you blame? That, I mean, that's the big question. I don't know, bro. Because like every, everybody's at fault. Yeah. Every, literally, every everybody can take some fault in it. And that's why so many people not only want to go to therapy, but need therapy. They require it because, you know, I even tell my therapist this. It's you trying to understand, like, your entire life. And me looking back at myself, making sure that child Dathan is proud of me now. Because you're you're honestly robbed of your childhood. You you can't tell me. R. Kelly is sick. Damn. That nigga did not have a childhood, bro. Oh no, that, his his older sister was molesting him. That's what Man, I'm saying. Like like it's you that that type of experience at a young age when you're a blank slate. What what the fuck do you think is that's, going to happen for your whole life? You get what I'm saying? Like Adolf Hitler was the same way. This nigga, you know what I mean? Like he was abused when he was young. He went he experienced World War One at a young fuck like teenager age. So it's like, what do you expect? Like you expect you should expect atrocities from these people because the people who are around them made them that way. They made them the monsters that they are. Yeah. For real, for real. Man, that's heavy. That's crazy as shit. That yo, keeping on that, uh, rest in peace, Jasmine Barnes, dog. Yeah, man. That that case is super, super sad. I don't know. I hope they find this nigga, man. And I hope they don't uh, it's one of them situations where like you hear something so bad and like you know they always say like they could arrest white people and take them to jail. It's one of them that I don't even know. This nigga don't need to deserve to live, man. How, but sometimes it's like, man, man. So, specifically, what happened? The nigga pull, pulled up in that car? Yeah, pulled up and the mom was going to get coffee. Pulled up in the car and let shots off. I think he drove off and was still letting shots off. Killed that little girl. For what? Nothing. Nothing. I, this was, what's the, this is, what state was it? Colorado? Texas. Texas? So, Brio hit on a main point earlier about like all these experiences. Can you imagine even being in a situation where it's like, you're sitting in the car, niggas just pull up and start throwing off random shots for no reason. You're out with your mom. She's getting coffee. Could you imagine being in like a situation where no, you're trapped in a mansion that with a nigga to, who's sick? No, that happened to me when I was five years old, though. And I like I'll never forget that day. This was it was crazy. Like when when I was five, we was moving to, we was moving to Alexandria. Literally, as we we're loading up the truck, there was like a bank robbery. This is when I lived in Brooklyn. Niggas had like robbed some banks, and they literally pulled up on, on my block, and they had to shoot out with the cops. Niggas letting off shit, bang, 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 going off. Literally, right next to me is a lady, and she gets shot in the head. And mm. I remember, I see that, I see it happen at five, and the blood got on my shoes. And my mom picked me up and threw me in the car, and we sped off. Wow. At five years old, I will never forget that shit, bro. Seeing somebody get shot in the head, I never would forget it. Seeing, so the, imagine, seeing the blood on your shoes was probably way bro, more would, reckless it's, than It's every, burned in my head, right? Yeah. There's a lot of things I don't remember as a kid, but that shit is burned in my head. So I can only imagine being in that car and seeing your little sister, seeing your daughter, your whoever, just like that. Like, that shit is sick, bro. There was a, um, and rest in peace to the three children over the holiday break who... Um, it passed away um, because of drunk driving. Um, there was an accident. I, I don't know which highway it was. Sure. I, I believe it was in Maryland. But there was an accident where a drunk driver hit a, a family of five, 
All three kids are in the back. They die. And then the parents survive, but are in critical at the hospital. That's crazy. Um, do we got anything else? I know that was a quick sudden stop, but rest nah. in peace to all the people. Um, Brio got an appointment we got to make it to, so we actually just wanted to do a quick episode. Um, we didn't really mean to hang on to the R. Kelly shit for the longest. Well, no, so fuck that. It, it was that bird box shit that, that lasted. <laughs> no, nah, that bird box is real. Yeah. That bird box is real. We'll definitely get it off, though. Yeah, nice. You know what I mean? Hey, yo, make sure y'all hit us up in the DMs. You know, keep the messages coming. Keep the feedback coming, please, for real. Um, we need that. It, it generates us and motivates us. So, we, you know, we appreciate the support, you know, PNB yeah. Podcast. I think Geechee got the... Uh, the vibe of the oh day, no, no! Right? Before that, before that, um, shout out King Nash, man. We about to come to your uh, your R and B karaoke event at Big Chief. Dessert. Obviously, y'all not gonna hear this shit. We'll be able to let you know how it was uh, next week. But um, the vibe of the day is gonna be by her name is uh, Nicole Bus, man. She signed to Rock Nation. She's from Holland. She has a song called "You." It's super fire. And uh, yeah, we out. We out. The truth. She like, eh? Only you can get me right back.